Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to President, Patriot or Puppet. I want to get just jump right in there today. We've got so much to talk about. America's decline under Obama isn't due to a mistake, ignorance, or incompetence at the hands of a community organizer. It's a purposeful, brilliant plan to destroy capitalism, American exceptionalism, Judeo-Christianity, values, and, and our middle class. Obama has apologized to the Muslim world and blamed America for unfairness, racism, inequality, and lack of social justice. After violent terrorist attack, these same terrorists and or their families, if the terrorists have blown themselves up, were, were introduced and instructed to bring proof of their identity to branches of the Arab Bank, where they would receive cash rewards for their terrorist attacks against Jews and infidels. The lawsuit alleges that Arab banks served as an effective paymaster for the claims, knowing that the funds were going to terrorists. According to the lawsuit, terrorists Bombers' families presented documentation to Arab banks and received the equivalent of $5,316. That was a relatively large sum, five times the average annual income per person in the West Bank of Gaza. Arab Bank largely has withheld comment outside of the court, but has taken the position it was not the wittingly part of the terrorist financing, it has acknowledged transferring close to $100 million to the Palestinians for humanitarian aid, but said it abhors terrorism. It really does not like it and had no intention of subsidizing suicide bombers. And if you believe that, I got some oceanfront property to sell you in Arizona. The dire predictions about ISIS fighters coming to or already residing in the United States are not just alarmist statements made by a couple of Republicans, ISIS spokesman Abdu Mosa recently said, God willing, we will raise the flag of Allah in the White House. I say to America that the Islamic State has been established and will not stop. Ten years in the making, a landmark terrorism-related case is set to go to trial this week in New York. It has unearthed shocking documentation of the formalized network in which Mideast charities uh, solicited funds to reward the families of Hamas suicide bombers. Interest in the lawsuit is heightened, and given the current violent outbreak between Israel and the Palestinians, the plaintiffs are 300 U.S. nationals who were victims in the 24 terrorist attack between 2000 and 2005 while in Israel. Many were vacationing. They were caught in the crossfire during the second Infada, or Palestinian uprising. But instead of of the uh, criminal case aimed at the attackers. The lawsuit goes after the prominent International Arab Bank for allegedly knowing, uh, knowingly providing material support and services to Hamas, a designated terrorist group. Arab Bank contends it did not knowingly serve terrorists. Terrorism financing expert Juan Zarait, author of Treasury's War, told the Daily Signal the 
litigation is being closely monitored by other banks as well as foreign governments and U.S. officials. This case raises the question of not only the responsibility of a bank to know its customer, especially in the Middle East where you have lots of entangled relationships that may create risk, but also how far they have to go to interpret the political framework and environment, said the uh, uh, Zarat, the Treasury Department's Assistant Secretary for the Terrorist Financing under President George W. Bush. New York Attorney Mark Sokolow, his wife and two uh, of his teenage daughters were shopping at a shoe store in Jerusalem on January 27th of 2002 when Wafa uh, Idris, uh, the first uh, female suicide bomber in the conflict, detonated a 22-pound bomb stashed in her backpack. The explosion, of course, killed Idris, who was 28, and one other person and wounded 150 others. Sokolo and his family were injured but survived. Documents obtained through the discovery reveal an intricate system set up to reward Idris's family and other so-called Palestinian martyrs. Now, the network included a charity called the Saudi Committee, the Saudi Committee, of course, for the support of uh, Intifada uh, al-Quds, which advertise throughout the West Bank and Gaza, asking people to contribute to the families of suicide bombers. The, the uh, suicide committee uh, allegedly collected millions of dollars for the individuals and organizations globally, including many terrorist organizations, and funneled the funds through Arab Bank to Hamas and its operatives, including the families of suicide bombers, prisoners, and other martyrs. After violent attacks, terrorists and their families were instructed to bring proof of their identity to the branches of the Arab Bank, where they received cash rewards. The lawsuit alleges the Arab Bank served as an effective paymaster for the claims, knowing that the funds were going to terrorists. According to the lawsuit, Idris's family presented documentation to Arab Bank and received the equivalent of $5,316. That was a relatively large sum, five times the average of uh, income per person in uh, the West Bank of Gaza. Arab Bank largely has withheld comment outside of uh, the court, but has taken a position it was not wittingly part of the terrorist financing. It has acknowledged transferring over $100 million to Palestinians for the humanitarian uh, situation. One strike against the Arab Bank in the upcoming trial is its decision to withhold documents that the court ordered it to turn over related to customers such as Hamas and other terrorists and militant groups on the U.S. list of terrorist organizations. Arab Bank claimed bank uh, secrecy laws in Jordan, Lebanon, and other countries bar it from turning over the material, but federal courts ruled the jury may infer guilt or uh, wrongdoing from the bank's failure to provide the documents. Arab Bank has taken issue with the series of uh, uh, pretrial losses it has suffered in the uh, case so far, claiming the court rulings are inconsistent with the controlling precedent as well as the decisions other district courts on key legal issues. Now, several hundred additional victims of terrorism have filed similar cases against uh, Credit uh, Lyonnais and NatWest, which also claim 
They conducted only routine banking activities not intended to promote terror. Arab Bank is arguably the most prominent financial institution in Jordan and an important U.S. ally. This puts the U.S. government in a position of wanting to support the fight against terrorism, financing, but not wanting to disrupt an important international alliance. Uh, Zayrate says banks that do business with Arab Bank could be affected. Banks with exposure and presence in the U.S. have a concern themselves with the activities and reputation of their counterparts. And uh, if Arab Bank loses the case, it could trigger further political regulatory and enforcement security from U.S. authorities. Maybe every Muslim is not a terrorist, but why do you think that not a single Muslim in the entire world has stood up to say, you extremist Muslims must stop your killing of infidels and Jews because it is giving us a bad name? Well, you know, Jeff Foxworthy has described Muslims in the following manner. If you refine heroin for a living, you have a moral obligation, uh, but you have a moral obligation to liquor, you may be a Muslim. If you own a 3,000-pound machine gun and a 5,000-pound rocket launcher, but you can't afford shoes, you may be a Muslim. If you have more wives than teeth, you may be a Muslim. If you wipe your bum with your bare hand, but consider bacon to be unclean, you may be a Muslim. If you think vests come in two styles, bulletproof and suicide, you may be a Muslim. If you can't think of anyone you haven't declared jihad against, you may be a Muslim. If you consider television dangerous, but routinely carry explosives in your clothing, you may be a Muslim. If you were amazed to discover that cell phones have uses other than setting off roadside bombs, you may be a Muslim. If you have nothing against women and think every man should own at least four, you must be a Muslim. If you find this offensive or racist and don't forward it and tell everybody about it, you may be a Muslim. Now, a country founded on genius but run by idiots, also attributed by Jeff uh, Foxworthy as well, if you can get arrested for hunting or fishing without a license, but not for entering and remaining in the country illegally, you might live in a nation that was founded by genius but run by idiots. If you have to get your parents' permission to go on a field trip or, or to uh, take an aspirin in school but not to get an abortion, you may live in a nation that was founded by genius but run by idiots. If you must show your identification to board an airplane, cash a check, buy liquor, or check out a library book, and, and rid a video, but not to vote for who runs the government, you might live in a nation founded by genius but run by idiots. If the government wants to prevent stable, law-abiding citizens from owning gun magazines that hold more than 10 rounds but gives 20 F-16 fighters jets to crazy new leaders in Egypt, you might live in a nation that was founded by genius but run by idiots. If the nation's largest city can buy two 16-ounce sodas, but not one 
24-ounce soda because 24 ounces of a sugary drink might make you fat. You might live in a nation that was founded by genius but run by idiots. If an 80-year-old woman or a 3-year-old girl who is confined to a wheelchair can be strip-searched by the TSA at the airport, but a woman in a burqa or a, a hijab is only subject to having her neck and head searched, you might live in a nation that was founded by genius but run by idiots. If your government believes that the best way to eradicate trillions of dollars of debt is to spend trillions of dollars more, you might live in a nation founded by genius but run by idiots. If a seven-year-old boy can be thrown out of school for saying his teacher is cute, but hosting a sexual exploration uh, or diversity class in grade school is perfectly acceptable. You might live in a nation that was founded on genius, but run by idiots. If it's hard to work and succeed, and you know, if hard work and success are met with higher taxes and more government regulation and intrusion, while not working is rewarded with food stamps and WIC checks and Medicare benefits and subsidized housing and free cell phones, well, this indication you might live in a nation fun, you know, founded by genius but run by idiots. If the government plans or uh, for getting people back to work is to provide incentives for not working by granting 99 weeks of unemployment checks without any requirement to prove that gainful employment was diligently sought but couldn't be found, well, you might live in a nation that was founded by genius but run by idiots. One of the most vocal if you pay your mortgage faithfully, denying yourself the newest big-screen TV while your neighbor buys iPhones, timeshares, wall-sized do-it-all plasma screen TV and new cars, and the government forgives his debt when he defaults on his mortgage, you might live in a nation that was founded by genius but run by idiots. If being stripped of your constitutional right to defend yourself makes you more safe according to the government, oh, Lord, you might live in a nation founded on genius but run by idiots. What a country. Uh, how about we give God a reason to continue blessing America? So come in, Mike. And give us your view. Morning, David. Well, I think Jeff nailed a lot of things. Fortunately, our idiot is in Martha's Vineyard right now. So, and he still has time to come out to the microphone and say stupid things. He thinks he's actually doing something against ISIS by these little bombings he's doing. And now, from what they say, there's only 4,000 Catholics, Christians left on the mountain. His thought is, well, that's that's not a problem. We don't have to save them. There's only 4,000 of them. <clears throat> you know, it's amazing you bring up the uh, suicide bombers and the Muslims. <clears throat> Even back with Saddam Hussein, he gave uh, the, the terrorist bombers $25,000 for successful suicide bombings. And also interesting, <clears throat> they've got to provide an ID to show that they are who they say they are. But over here... You don't need it to vote. But if you kill people, you have to have that. Sure. And uh, so a Muslim in Florida that wanted her uh, license picture in a burqa with just her eyes showing. Fortunately, they didn't do that. But that's the direction we're headed, and it's incredible. We've got people that 
Islam Muslims being a cult, they just crack me up. They get financial rewards for killing people. They think that if they die, they get 72 versions. Here's people that think money is evil, and apparently sex is off the table because you can't see a woman over there except for her eyes. This is not only a cult, it's a hypocritical cult that has no... Own those women, though, you know. (laughs) Well, yeah, you have four or five wives, and they can't go out of the house. Even if a woman over there is raped, you need four males as witnesses to show that she was raped. I mean, these people have honor killings. They kill their own daughters, and they call it an honor killing. The word honor has no place with any Muslim. And I say any Muslim, and that's what I mean. Like you said earlier, there are no moderate Muslims. They never come up and say, oh, they shouldn't be doing that, or ISIS is bad, or the uh, Muslims in the Middle East. They can't say that. So there are no moderate Muslims. They're all part of the cult. They're all part of killing. They're all hypocritical with money and sex. And yet our idiot in Hyannisport won't do anything but throw a few bombs at ISIS. They're sending a couple of military people over. General Keene came out and said, if we want to destroy ISIS and stop them from coming over here, which they plan on doing next, we need to send about 300,000 troops over to where ISIS is, no matter where they are in the Mideast, and destroy them. The only thing you can do to stop this is kill them. You can't have a, I mean, I don't even know why Israel is giving Hamas uh, peace, temporary pieces, you know, stoppage of fire. All they're doing is reloading, getting more bombs and missiles in from Iran, probably Russia. And they're giving them time to do this. These people only want to kill us, Israel, <clears throat> any non-believer in their cult. So it doesn't matter what you do. You can't pacify them. You can't give them an inch. There's a... Uh, family over in New Jersey that flies an ISIS flag. And, you know, I'm all for freedom of speech, but really, that's ridiculous. If you like it, you think they're doing the right thing, get on Jimmy Carter's boat and go over to the Mideast. Join your brethren. Get out of here. Don't hide here under our laws and support our enemy. Actually, we want to send our resident idiot from from Martha's Vineyard over there, too, and yank his passport. Please, yes. Go back to his family over there, yeah. Yeah, he's doing nothing to stop ISIS, and he won't. They will be here. He bows to those Muslims and apologizes for America. Yeah, I'm I'm sick to death of it. We're all sick to death of it. You know, there's too many times they are they show up in little policies like they're like they have committed over and over first one, of course, way back there, the Fast and Furious, where they can try to take our guns. Well, look at this Hillary Clinton critter coming on board, and she's a, one of the most vocal opponents of the Second Amendment, and has always uh, been, but uh, as, re- as recently as the past week, a straw man argument that uh, uh, she's been making on the subjects of gun control increased gun regulation and and reining in the second amendment rights of citizens you know they've all backfired and backfired miserably for those unfamiliar with the term straw man is a a common type of argument that someone brings out to intentionally misrepresent the original topic of the argument if two people are arguing and one person is losing dramatically, they may attempt to uh, subtly change what the argument was about in the first place, you know, raise racists and all kinds of words like that. The logic is that if the person can't win the argument on his or her own merits while discussing the original topic, perhaps they would have better luck by changing the topic being talked about altogether. It's a common tactic among the anonymous people if, if we all uh, have heard and seen 
who argue about politics and pop culture on the Internet. We call them trolls uh, out there where they have this anonymous intro when someone is a conservative. You know, the tactic is exactly what Hillary Clinton has been using when discussing the pressing need for increased gun regulations, uh, though she hasn't been having nearly the luck that the trolls online do. When discussing gun control, Hillary Clinton curiously stated that it was possible for a person to both argue that we as a country need to adopt significantly stricter gun control laws and to support the Second Amendment and gun ownership in the general, you know, in general, at the same time. Now, sort of like Charlie Chris here in Florida, which is, well, if you don't vote for me as a Republican, then now I'm a Democrat. You know, it's just I was for gay marriage before I was against it. You know, Hillary Clinton says unrestricted access to firearms of all types could have dangerous consequences for the population as a whole. Yes, it would have dangerous consequences for the criminals who would who could care less about the laws in our country. Only the law-abiding follow those. The only thing that Hillary Clinton is doing is proving that she doesn't understand or have a clue what the Second Amendment is about. Uh, she has no idea. She's, uh, she has made so many stupid, ridiculous statements. But the Democrats and the liberals are like Stepford wives. They just follow. They don't think. They get the news off of CNN and off the uh, John Stewart-type people. They don't really pay attention to what's going on. you got one in five people over here thinking that Hamas is right in what they're doing. I mean, there's somebody or a group of people that really don't pay attention. you got Carter, who's upset at Hamas because the Jewish people, or not is upset at Israel, supporting Hamas because apparently in his mind, as small as it may be, he believes that the Jewish people helped defeat him when he ran against Ronald Reagan for president. And he has made trips over there to talk to these people. And he's one of these people that come out along with the Libs and the Dems saying that, well, Israel has the right, they always start this way, they have the right to defend themselves, but they're killing women and children. Now, that's what you're seeing. we got people coming over here that are a head idiot up in Martha's Vineyard is allowing all these illegal immigrants in. And his thought is, well, they shouldn't be unaccompanied. Yeah, let their uh, gang member father or terrorist mother come in and they're hiding behind the children. Now the states are telling all these school districts, and it's happening in Pennsylvania too, well, you've got to put these guys in school, and you have to teach them. Well, how are you going to teach somebody that can't speak our language? They're going to, there's going to be an influx of foreign schools popping up in here that would make my grandparents so upset because when they immigrated to this country illegally, they bled into society. They wanted to be here. Right. Even here talking on the radio and TV now, well, they want to come in and, and settle in their own communities. Now, your community is where you left. If you liked it so much, go back there. But they don't want to go back because you got people like uh, these Hamas losers that are in mosques, and all the cult Muslim people do this. They hide their weapons in mosques, even in the States. They have meetings in mosques, and now we can't even go in and interrogate them because, oh, you can't be prejudicial against somebody different. Well, how about somebody that's trying to kill us? Yeah, that's incredible. And you know what? Uh, there is not going to be a single time that anybody is going to have an opportunity to take our guns. I mean, it's just not going to happen. You know, one of the things that pops up every time that we talk about the the magical wonder up at Martha's Vineyard right now is we got a the, the next black guy who's throwing his name in the in, in the circle if you will Dr. Ben Carson now what has always been troubling to me is that he of all people he's got all kinds of awards for being a top uh medical surgeon of some sort and 
gotten all kinds of awards for doing this, that, and the other. He could have been the very first vocal point against Obamacare back when Obama had the House and the Senate and could just do what he wanted to do. He stayed in the shadows. And then again in, in 2012, when we could have used him most by what he says he is so uh, uh, enthralled in about trying to help America and he's sick of, to death of what's going on, et cetera, et cetera. Where has he been? Why is it that he's been in the shadows all of this time? To me, that is another smoke and mirrors. Now, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'm not going to buy into it. I'm looking at uh, General Colin Powell, who was supposed to be the top Republican, and just as soon as a, a black man with zero uh, background that that was uncovered, uh, he voted for him. Flopped the fence, voted for him, Democrat. I'm so reluctant to take uh, at face value what anything is being said when 98% of the blacks voted for a black because he was black. I cannot understand why we don't have the more of the people who are getting ridiculed in today's time. If you're black and you're conservative, you are going to get your teeth knocked out with these liberal left-wingers. It's incredible. Now you've got all these black punks playing this knockout game where they attack people in a cowardly fashion, and then they laugh and run away or they take movies of it. You know, this this idiot up there in uh, Martha's Vineyard again, he is such a pansy and so afraid. We have Russian bombers that have made 16 incursions close to the United States. These are bombers. You don't hear about it. He doesn't talk about it. <clears throat> His administration won't do anything about it. He's a gutless wonder. He's there to change the United States into a socialist country. And anything that happens by any of our enemies, he doesn't talk about it. ISIS, he thinks by throwing 150 military advisors over there is going to change anything. I do not like the idea of us sending our military over there to get killed without sending a force over and letting them go, you know, actually giving them bullets so they can do what they're there to do. And Russia should be scared to death. They didn't even do that during the Cold War. And as Obama mocked Romney during one of their debates, well, the 80s cold, they want their Cold War back. This guy is an idiot. And people that listen to him and follow him, I think they're the same. They've got to actually listen to what's going on. We always bringing that up, and we bring it up in great focus. And one of the theories, which is Marxist theory, is the dictatorship over the working class, which is basically what that all of that really is, is simply uh, the intermediate system between capitalism and communism. Uh, when a government is in the process of changing, that means ownership from private to uh, collective ownership, the specific form of dictatorship of the working class uh, is the democratic republic. According to Marxist theory, the, uh, the extensive uh, of the uh, government implies that uh, dictatorship of the social class is over the other. The term dictatorship simply means to rule. Marxist simply refers to political power residing in the hands of one class over the other. Now, we, we have pointed at this a multitude of times on the radio program, and we're going to continue to do that until we wake enough people up. We certainly better take the Senate back and keep the House, even though we got a person like Boehner over the House. We, we need to keep that House, and we need to start the 
what we call reclaiming America and firing these people up there, and really a bunch of them, including the top man, ought to be in jail. There is so much tyranny and uh, illegal actions coming out of them. He's constantly doing his executive order and bypassing, he calls it bypassing Congress, but he's breaking the law. And there's just no question. We have got a clean house, clean Senate, and clean the person who should be for president, elect the person. We're not going to go into that right now, but it's certainly not going to be another left winger. Now, we got to get rid of, we take the uh, Senate, we got to get rid of Reed, who was just, I mean, he's a walking worm. We've got to get rid of Boner in a house, or Bain, or however you say it. And Obama blames everybody but himself. He's calling it a do-nothing Congress. It's a do-nothing Senate under Harry Reid. The House has passed 356 bills, and they all sit on Reid's desk, not doing anything about it. And then the, the lack of respect for the United States. <clears throat> the Russians have a laser projection on the former U.S. Embassy in Moscow, and it shows our esteemed leader, oh, esteemed idiot, uh, with a banana in his mouth and a little hat on. You know, just, and it's, it's, it's meant to be a racist slur against our head idiot. I don't care if he's black, white, pink, or purple. I don't like his policies. I don't like his black half. I don't like his white half. I don't like his policies. Exactly. He's there to destroy us, and we've got to realize that. He is destroying us from within, he, and he is the the biggest divider. I mean, he ran on the on words like "I'm a uniter." He is the worst divider that there is on the planet. I mean, I, I don't I don't think Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson have any any better tools at division than he does. It's incredible. I mean, you, th- you look at the little Sharpton running around with this. Uh, uh, shooting of the black uh, who, by the way, amazingly was shot in a, an, inside the automobile and uh, of the police officer, and the police officer had beat-up marks on his face, and then they start immediately talking about the poor little Trayvon Martin case and how they're comparing it to it. Well, Trayvon Martin was the one that was on top of the other gentleman beating the hell out of him on the ground. Now, nobody in in that left-wing black group is going to bring that out. It's always going to be, look at what they're doing to these poor little black boys, you know? And, and by the way, Trayvon Martin was about six foot tall, and uh, I forget the other guy's name that was being... Yeah, Zimmerman. Uh, Zimmerman uh, was, a, you know, a head and a half shorter. And he was having the hell beat out of him. You know, it's just that nobody brings that up, especially people who flaunt those kinds of things to make money, like Sharpton and Jackson and all of them. Well, I heard you hear people calling into the talk radio stations, the blacks, mm-hmm. they say, well, that, that kid in St. Louis, he was just going, taking a walk, and the cop just said, I'm going to go out and shoot him down. These Incredible. people actually, they say that. I don't know if they believe it. You can't be that stupid. Oh, but no, speaking no, of no. stupidity, I got to get back to our uh, our head idiot up there in uh, Martha's Vineyard. He's going to be coming out since Congress is in recess with more executive orders, and you can be sure one of them will be to take all the illegal immigrants that he is told to come into our country, working with Mexico in order to bring them in here, working with South America. He had all these leaders of the countries that are sending people here at a little meeting in the White House a week or so ago before he left. And the message is, send all your criminals here before the sequestration. Last year, he set 600 career criminals loose, murderers, rapists, just let them go into society. Yeah. And why they can't understand this guy is trying to destroy the country, it's, it's beyond me. It's just He's amazing. got that executive order in the shadows out there just waiting for recess. He's going to give them the amnesty. Uh, there's, oh, yeah. there's, a, there's another uh, executive order, by the way, 
it's going to be uh, able to give government almost complete control over land, and that's about every drainage ditch and the water quality that is in those drainage ditches. You can be fined up to and including losing your land if there's the water quality is uh, uh, something less than government uh, regulation. You know, I, I'm telling you, we are. If, if you don't think that we have a dictatorship, just sit back and watch. Our country is coming apart piece by piece internally. That's his in objective to get us to destroy, uh, allow him to destroy the country from within. That's the best way for him to completely be the dictator. That means martial law, people he's hired are, can only be hired if they uh, swear they can shoot Americans. It's going to be a, a complete reversal of what any of us have understood what our country is, is about if we cannot stick together and stand up and get rid of this crap. Well, he's using the IRS, the EPA, the fishing game. He's using all of the government organizations against the people. And what I don't understand is why these people tolerate it. They're cleaning the military out. He's going to expect to stay in office after 2016. You know, he's pushing Elizabeth Warren and Clinton's and is battling with him. It doesn't mean a thing. He's going to try to establish martial law, bring the military out, stay in office. He doesn't want this to be a temporary gig for him. He's afraid that anybody else coming in will allow the United States to gradually get back to what it should be, you know, a country created under God, not under an Islam cult, under God, and there's reasons for that. I think Jeff uh, Foxworthy, as you indicated, pointed a lot of those reasons out. Yeah. These people are just, they're, they're worthless. We need to take, like... Uh, General Keene said, 300,000 troops go over there, destroy ISIS. And why we're at it, destroy anything that is going to come over here and destroy us, and we better start there, and we better start here, and we better start soon. You know, Obama has always apologized to the Muslim country. You know, we all often talk about that, and his, his hatred for Republicans or anybody that refuses to see everything that he wants clear and and gives him a pat on the back when when he's for something and the republicans trim it maybe a bill or something in congress he simply states that the republicans are obstructionists if you don't give him everything that he wants and and they don't know how to compromise he says and then of course he immediately begins demonizing and calling them evil greedy extremists radicals and terrorists and Obama hides his true intentions and that's of course in other words he lies and misrepresents and even commits fraud now I think the fraud and all of the laws and things that he's broken should easily get him impeached but of course with Harry Reid and company there we can't do the impeachment thing now but we have to have some Trey Gowdy's up there to take over and to as soon as we get the Senate back to get this guy not only impeached, but I think he needs prison time. It's just prison incredible. would be good. Yeah. I like yeah. the prison thought. You know, he ran on, I'm going to stop all these wars. But now he denies he said that. Exactly. It's incredible the lies this boy comes up with. I mean, like you said, he's setting race relations back. He's trying to develop a caste system like they have in India in the United States. Wealthy people control everybody else, and everybody else lives the same in a slum. Right, and you know, he always says publicly that Obamacare is about health care. Well, of course it's not. It's about bankrupting the middle class and addicting it to government dependency. Obamacare is about redistribution of wealth and the elimination of the middle class and small business and the redistribution goes to Obama voters. 
the poor and the unions, by the way, you know, the goal is to wipe out the last vestiges of the middle-class America, creating a two-class society, the super-rich and the super-poor. Both will be beholden to Obama, just like we're talking about the martial law crap. A key component of the plan was involving fooling the voters by calling himself a moderate and a uniter, even though he is the biggest racist and radical Marxist who hates America and wants it to become a third world country. I mean, his oil czar, for God's sakes, wants gasoline over $5 a gallon like it is in Europe. You know, his misrepresentations is, you know, government regulations are said to protect us from global warming, for instance, as opposed to the truth, which is wiping out small business and destroying jobs and raising the price of energy and et cetera. Uh, about the, another amnesty for illegal Im, immig, immigrants is about fairness, right, uh-huh. as opposed to the truth, it's about creating 12 million new Democrat voters and the free stuff that he gives them to help collapse the economy. Do you know it's going to cost billions of dollars to take care of all of those illegals that is going to get amnesty here very shortly with his executive order? His Obama spending is always about helping widows and orphans, right, as opposed to the truth, which is bribing Obama voters and crashing our economy. You know, higher uh, teachers' salaries toward terrible performance. It's all about the kids, right, as opposed to it was in enriching teachers' unions so they can funnel hundreds of millions of dollars to the Democrat politicians you know how about bailing out general motors okay what about that it was supposed to save jobs right in truth it was saving the bloated auto union pensions i mean i'm sick to death of this guy he's got one cover-up after another cover-up for his marxist agenda of destroying the middle class and re uh, distributing wealth and putting big government in control of every part of our lives. And you know what? Think about it. It's like the Columbia University Marxist professors taught. He was supposed to go there, although no one really saw him there, right? But he keeps claiming he went there. But their teaching is to boil the, the frog slowly, remember? And that is so that before the frog knows what's happening, the damn frog will be already dead. Well, the smoke and mirrors uh, is why o- Obama's speeches always start, I'm here to, to save the middle class. Right. That's all a bunch of hardship. Well, nobody knows, uh, nobody knows him from Harvard either. Uh, they all say, I don't remember him being here. He was smoking a doobie. He was doing coke no matter where he was. This Wall Street distribution, that's what the... Raising of the minimum wage is all about. It'll do two things. Generate taxes. Well, three, actually. I'll get to that in a second. Generate taxes, they think, and redistribute the wealth. Because you're going to have people that now make seven and a quarter an hour, whatever it might be, making 15. Well, nobody that hires minimum wage workers is going to do that. They're going to let it go to automation. Sure. All it does is hurt jobs. It's a it's a scheme to redistribute wealth, but it's absolutely. not going to work. That is absolutely correct. There's not a single time that what he has in mind is not to create a two-class system, ultra-poor, ultra-rich. So it's dictatorship. We rule the class. We came from serfdom. Don't you understand? We came from that, and what? how did we get out of it? a revolutionary war to get us away from royalty ruling us, right? Here we are with a, a, a person trying to smoke and mirrors, get that back to us. And it's the boil the frog theory now. Oh, he's the, uh, to boil us slowly, to not let us know that we're the prey and he's the killer, just simply 
put the little things out there. We're helping you see all this money we're, we're putting out there. We're going to get rid of the national debt by spending another uh, couple of trillion dollars. I mean, he spent more in his presidency than all of the other presidents together. It's incredible. And we sit back in our lounge chairs and we let this crap happen. This is what's so disturbing to me. We've got to stop this. We've got elected officials. We ought to be stringing up and saying, you better get up and do your job now, or, or we should be after them, somehow trying to impeach them, replace them. You know, this uh, Eric Cantor, who was in line to take over Boehner, I'm so proud that his district fired his ass. You know, it just really makes me, my, my heart uh, beat the better beat. And, and David, uh, uh, let's see, what was his last name that, that beat Eric Cantor there? Uh, uh, I can't come up with his last name. But anyway, he, uh, he was, the, you know, the, the winner, and that's the kind of action that the American people are going to have to start taking. Get up, fire the ones that are there now, and retake this country. Now, he's supporting this Elizabeth Warren for president, their candidate for 2016, even though they made a deal with the Clintons. The Clintons and the Obamas, everybody knows they hate each other. The blacks don't know because they don't pay attention. And it's about time they did, because they're the ones that are going to get hurt by illegal immigration. you got a lot of the Hispanics that they say will never vote Republican. They're wrong. They're going to vote Republican. A lot of the Hispanics that are here came here legally, and now all you got to do is cross the border. They spent years and years establishing themselves, blending into our communities, right. making themselves Americans, but yet now we're supposed to let 20 million illegal immigrants come in here and we're going to give them citizenship like that. These people had better pay attention to what the local idiot is doing. He's hurting the minorities. He's hurting the Hispanics. And they cannot keep voting for them, no matter what they say. Elizabeth Warren is the one that came out and said, well, if you have a business, you didn't build that. You, know, we, yeah. you took advantage of the roads we built. You built them with my tax dollars. I get a business, I build it. You say whatever you want, but don't lie to me. Yeah. That's you know, the mentally, old thing. Yeah. mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and financially, we're we're a complete train wreck. It really is. Now, a whole lot of regular, uh, really patriotic people try to cover that up. I mean, it's just the idea that uh, they don't want to be politically incorrect. You know, and I think uh, you and I are probably two of the most unpolitically correct people on the planet because it's this country. This is we're supposed to be a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And, you know, only about 25% of all Americans really realize that we're supposed to be the boss. There's, there's no question that we have got a terrible, terrible thing that we're having to deal with. But how many people are going to restructure themselves and say, listen, all of this, all of these lies and all of these cover-ups and, and all of this, we've got to take Back control. Those people we elect are our employees. There is no such thing as a dictatorship here. I cannot imagine who that would. We've got a, a 215 area code. Who is uh, 215? Hello? Yes. Yes. Do you um, have something to comment? Yes. Um, I was just saying that it's it's not in our control because if the government allowed us to be controlled, there wouldn't be an America today. So the government has the right to cover up these type, these type of stories and say, oh, everything's going to be all right because they don't want to put fear in us as American people to be terrorized or be afraid of what's going on. Okay. Uh did you uh, understand that, uh, Mike? I had a very tough time understanding it. What was that? Yeah, a bad connection, I think. But it's 
sounded like uh, they were saying that the government has a right to cover these things up and the right to hide things. If the recaller is still here, if you could expand upon that, that would be great. Uh, could you tell us if that's what you meant, caller, that the government yes. has the to cover up? Yes. Why would that's, you say that? Because I think that if they told everything about what happened, what they were doing, they, they don't want to put fear in the American people. Well, I think they should tell the American people the truth, though. Fear can be a good thing. Fear is what stops a little child from putting his hand in the fire. Fear is a good thing. Don't discount it. It's certain things that we as American people are not prepared for to to hear the truth. Uh, The American people may not be prepared to hear the truth about uh, aliens from outer space, but as far as hearing the truth about terrorists being here, trying to destroy us, the truth about redistribution of wealth, the truth about being manipulated, the truth about wealth redistribution. They need to hear that, and they need to understand it. You can't get yeah, your Yeah, but it's off. not our job to get that. It's the government's job to be ensured that the American people are protected from these types of things. Well, yeah, but the government's not doing it. See, there's the problem. It is the government's job, and you're right about that but you're totally wrong about the fact that they are protecting us. If they were protecting us, our southern border would be closed. They were protecting us. Russia would be afraid of us. They're not. If they were protecting us, they wouldn't be bowing to our enemies. But they're not. They're they're negotiating. You can't negotiate with a terrorist. You can't negotiate with somebody that wants to kill you. A terrorist is a person that hides behind a tree and shoots somebody in the back at midnight. You don't negotiate with that. You don't negotiate with people that say, we want to wipe you off the face of the earth. We want to put a ISIS flag over the White House. You cannot negotiate with people that have those thoughts in mind. You, you can't, actually. You say, oh, I'll give you something if you give me something kind of thing. You, no, no, you can't give them something because they want to kill you. I don't understand mm-hmm. why you don't see that. They want to kill you. You yeah, live in America, they want to come over here and what, destroy us. What is us. your definition of a terrorist? What is my definition of a terrorist? If you don't know what it yeah. is, I can't help you. I oh, do wow. know what it is. But see, your definition and my definition are two separate things. Well, that's a shame because you don't understand what a terrorist is. Give me your definition I of a do. terrorist. I think Tell a terrorist... In my opinion, I think a terrorist is someone like Al-Qaeda, someone who doesn't like America. That's my definition of a terrorist. Well, same thing. What, do we well, what about Hamas? Yeah. They, they hate infidels. If you are not a Muslim, they want you dead. Is that a mm-hmm. terrorist? Is no, not, not in my opinion. That's just a racist. Well, then you probably live in the wrong country. I don't. Um, well, I think you do, because if you don't believe in the American system, why would you be here? Why, why do you stay I, here? In certain things, I do believe in the American system, but not all of it. Well, you either do or you don't. It's not like being half pregnant. You know, you have to believe in something or you don't believe in it. If you think that Hamas is not a terrorist group, they those people that want to just kill us are not terrorists, then you don't have a full understanding of it. 9-11, they crashed into the towers. They're terrorists. They didn't care who they killed. They just want to kill Americans. That's a terrorist. Somebody that, like, if you belong to the Muslim cult or the Islamic cult, you're a terrorist because you won't speak out against people that are trying to kill somebody. That's a problem. And it's a problem you better realize or just, you know, hide in your room. You don't have much other choice. Yeah. You hit the nail right on the head. I'm really glad that the uh, caller called in. Uh, We're running out of time, and it's uh, a shame that uh, she didn't call in earlier, but we're going to have to check out. And, Mike, thank you very much, and I will see you again next Thursday, okay? Thank you, David. Dear President Obama, 
We, the people, have stated resolutely, we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is freedom.